Did you hear that? Yeah, there's a fucking raccoon in there, dude. Was it? Yeah. Was it yeah. from the trash can? Yeah, it fell. No, it fell. Oh, okay. It didn't move. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I really don't know down here. Was there a trash can? <laughs> her what face, her face says I'm in character, but her eyes say kill me. <laughs> What's new? Hi everybody, and welcome to the <laughs> Ranger Danger podcast, a Monster of the Week actual play podcast, where friends come together to play some games, roll some dice, have a good time. I am your keeper of the team, Carson Egbert. And here with me, right now, we only have Gavin and Bailey. Uh, Kendall and Whistle will be here soon. Sierra died. Oh my god, that's not a funny joke to play. What? What? <laughs> people think we're, people honestly think we're Car- serious not tell we announce her death. Car- Carson, you have to, you have to let it go. Shut up! It's almost like she's here. <laughs> She's just like, Pumps. You have to move on. Honestly, if people are like, oh my god, why would they even joke that? It's like, why would I ever announce her death like that? <laughs> yeah, there, what the there fuck? There is worse people. I'd make yeah. a Twitter post before I talk yeah, about it. Yeah, I'd make a podcast. very Guys. heartfelt tweet first. Last episode on Ranger Danger, the group got together with the knowledge that they had gathered on the basilisk and... Shiloh met a friend of her possibly deceased aunt. Made some plans. Ma- made some, yes, we all made some plans. We started making a plan. Yeah. And we're like, let's figure, let's do something else. <laughs> There's Team Weasel and Team... Eyeball. Eyeball, yeah. That's right. I only remember Team Eyeball. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's so buck wild that you but would name something Team Eyeball that. is actually trying to do some planning. And I don't really know what me, me and Jack are going downtown. The two groups, Team Weasel and Team Eyeball. Vote now on Twitter, which is the best team. <laughs> hashtag team, team Weasel. Hashtag Team Weasel or hashtag Team Eyeball. Team Weasel went to the Public Works building over by the Lake Elmo State Park. And then the other two, Benji and Shiloh, <laughs> they went directly to St. Elmo State Park. To kind of scope out what the venue for the fight would be like. Hopefully there's just a mounted machine gun <laughs> that Lake Elmo recently installed. It just keep... comes up from yeah. like the concrete of the walkway. You gotta keep gators out. <laughs> In Montana. It's a beautiful You gotta keep the Montana system. gators out. Dude, they're deadly. <laughs> that being said, city budget, way down. I believe where we left off you were exiting the public works building after you retrieved a map of the sewer system yes we talked about going downtown i don't know Did why talk about going downtown. That was, yeah. that's how we ended you were gonna go do some because we wanted to find some answers about this damn basilisk can we, can we play can we play back uh last episode do we have that we'll just we'll put the clip footage? in we'll put the... <laughs> i'll put the clip in of what exactly bailey said at the and end of we're the doing that <laughs> Get your back, Stana boy. We're going downtown. I do remember that. I do oh, remember yeah. that Jack was asking a lot. Jack Frost was asking a lot of questions. I was asking too many questions. <laughs> and we were just going to go beat up someone. <laughs> he, he was asking some questions about how the basilisk got there. Yeah. Stop asking where questions. Where this thing had come from. What? Jack Frost. <laughs> Why? Because it was a cool cliffhanger. So yeah. let's go. <laughs> we gotta go beat up though. <laughs> we gotta find somebody. I I. We did try to m- almost murder a 
uh, Publix work officer. No, I wanted to murder <laughs> his boss in exchange for information. Because that's how it works in the old west. You don't you don't like somebody, you kill them. The old west. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe I look like a cowboy. Who knows? Maybe I could, maybe I went to a southern western store just outside of town. My pair of jacks. What would you like to do first? Um what why are we going downtown? Because God flam it, I am tired of not having answers to my question. So we're gonna go figure some stuff out. Think about it this way, Steiner boy. If we find out why, or how, rather, then we can stop any future incursions on this here Montana Park. Alright, but that still doesn't give us, like, a location of where to go to ask these questions. <laughs> Let's just say I have an arcane reputation, and... Well, I guess I have to trust this arcane intuition that you got going on, and we'll just head on downtown. Just uh, follow me, Steiner boy. I'll we just... We're just going to walk downtown. We're just walking downtown. Jack Steiner does not have a car. <laughs> I walked everywhere as a boy growing up. Yeah, sure. What do you think they did before they found the horses on the plains? <laughs> they walked places, boy. You know what? Crazy thought. I'll just I'll just call up a taxi. <laughs> Alright, we get into the car. Yeah, we, let's just talk about, about it. We talk about our favorite uh, apps and whatnot. Favorite apps. We can talk about Pokemon Go again for like 10 minutes. Oh, we no. did talk about Pokemon Go. If you do, I will kill myself I immediately. About that. I I'll hate die. That. I hate that we did that. <sighs> but it is his favorite game. <laughs> we just tell the Uber driver to dr- drive around downtown. <laughs> I mean, I assume there's a district downtown. Like, you know, like. Casey has like the river market. Okay. And then like uh Yeah, I think Not that, that we're in KC. I think that there's like a similar, you know, district off downtown kind of mm-hmm. setup. Think about it this way, Stana boy. The police don't know everything that's going on in the criminal world. But the criminals know all about other criminals. So we need to Talk to monster criminals? <laughs> That's the ticket. When you say criminal underworld, I think you're recalling memories of AJ and running around town with him while he was still here. And you remember the first time you ever saw him at a bar called The Divide. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when you're thinking of like a monster underground of the city, I think that the the Divide Bar is the first place that comes to your mind. <laughs> you know, it's been a bit a while. About, yeah, it's been about a year, but I used to know this uh, really cool kid. Ghost. Ghost kid. I know who you're talking about. Don't worry. <laughs> well, uh, he. I first met him at a place called The Divide. Well, hmm. I first met him running out of a place called The Divide. Uber driver, divide please. <laughs> I've never like done an Uber by myself, so like whatever transaction has to happen for Uber happens. There's, there's no physical transaction. <laughs> so, it's all digital, so you don't have to yeah, talk okay. to them. So you guys yeah, get dropped off funny joke. <laughs> outside the front door of The Divide. Are you ready? I mean, I guess. there's. I never went inside, I just saw him coming out from it. 
Two rules. Don't do anybody any favors. And don't accept a gift from anybody. But what if it's free? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you are easy to temptation. We'll work on that. <laughs> I can I can try to hold my own. I just don't want you to end up in hell. Uh, it's easier than you think. <laughs> Let's go inside. Yeah, I, okay. I hold the door open for Frost. <laughs> Alright, <clears throat> so you walk into this bar, it's kind of a hole in the wall. Like there are a few patrons kind of spread out. I mean, it's midday. There's a young woman on a laptop. or She kind of has this set up at her little table of where it's her laptop and like a notebook. And then there's um, a younger guy who's at the bar, kind of hunched over. And you would see a familiar face at one of these side tables, kind of in the corner towards the back. You would see Christopher Ustenowicz. Do you need a reminder on who Christopher Ustenowicz is? It's been a while. <laughs> Steiner, you would know that Christopher Ustenowicz is one of the founding members of the Rangers <laughs> from back in 85. He goes out throughout the year to check in on the clan of feral werewolves that live in and around Yellowstone Park. Which isn't extremely close to Billings, Montana, but it's still close enough that he would want to drive out there to make sure that they are staying in their area. Which, from what you can understand, is he kind of just goes out, makes sure that they're not... Front. Yeah. (laughs) Getting in on the territory. Yeah, that they're not coming in on your guys' territory as rangers. And you see him, he looks tired, he's got a... uh, a beer stein, and he's kind of slouched back in his chair. Might be half asleep at this point. Well, do you want to take on the bar front? Get in and see if you can get any information from them? Well, the barkeep usually has an ear to the ground, so let's talk to the barkeep first, and then let's just, let's go check out that young lady over there, she seems to be doing some research. Um, Hopefully it pertains to our particular situation. And uh I don't think I don't think you met him yet, but that uh guy over there is uh Christopher. He works for the he's old ranger, uh deals with werewolves and whatnot. Just introduce yourself might be nice. Well, if he decides to wake <laughs> up this century, I'll introduce myself. I'm going to the bar key. Okay. So the woman behind the bar is about middle-aged, short gray hair kind of pushed back into what she can make into a ponytail. And so she's wiping down the inside of this glass as you walk up. Uh, pardon me. Oh, hi. Hello. Can I get you something to drink? Stana. Uh, I'll just take a water for now. I'll just take a water as well. Okay, two waters. So she turns around and just gets, like, two bottled waters puts them on. Oh, bottled. <laughs> I wasn't expecting such service. Well, if there's anything else I can get for you, please just... Oh, yes. Uh, there's something we, we'd like to have a conversation. Well, put it simply, I'm not from around here. 
and I'd like to know, um, well, you seem like a very informed mistress of the night. (laughs) (laughs) I was just wondering if you've heard anything recently about, I don't know, the boogeyman and such. The boogeyman. Well, I mean, you got one thing right. You're definitely not from around here. Now, you, I recognize, you're Steiner's kid, right? Yeah. Okay. Junior. With the restaurant mall. Yes. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> she looks at you and she looks back at Chris in the slumped over in the corner. You work associates, correct? Uh... Yeah. And yeah. what is his business? Uh, similar. Uh, he joined up recently, just getting him accustomed to the town. <laughs> so a transfer? Yeah. Okay. From way out of town. I can tell. <laughs> Did you just wink at her? <laughs> oh, listeners at home. Jack Frost is flirting with the bartender. Whatever it takes. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to the bathroom. You guys can. <laughs> no, you need to watch this. <laughs> no, you watch. This is what a man. Like. Oh, gross. Okay. <laughs> yeah, definitely out of town. So, you're looking for the boogeyman? Not, not particularly. I, I was wondering if you heard anything odd recently. I mean, everything's a little odd around here, isn't it? Well, yes, that's kind of uh, what I was kind of leading towards. I was, I'm trying to figure out why. Why? What exactly? Have you heard of any, I don't know, um, poachers bringing things into town? Um, not that I can recall. There's not really a demand for odd things in... Billings, they just kind of turn up here. You know how, like, the East Coast has... It's known as, like, the melting pot, right? That's Mm. where everyone came in first, when we were all migrating in. Mm -hmm. That's kind of how Billings is. Never thought about it that way. I mean, my family's been here for as long as any of us can remember. Well, I guess back to the previous question. Have you heard anything odder than usual? Particularly to any um, people around, come around this bar, whether day or night. Hmm. I'm trying to think if I want you to roll for this. Get ready. I think to make it more interesting, let's have... I don't think this is necessarily manipulate someone, but I think it's just a straight charm roll. Uh, (laughs) Oh no. You got the cold shoulders, boy. (laughs) I do. Uh, Very intimidating. (laughs) Isn't there? Nope. I am marking your experience. (laughs) Yeah, mark mark your experience, friend. Would you like to tell our listeners what it is? I rolled a six minus one. Oh. Is a six a failure, too? Yes. Six and below? Yeah. I mean, do you want Yes, because then it's okay. seven to nine. And well, I was thinking I could help him out. Oh, yeah, I was just thinking that. I was like, nah, But it's a, yeah, if it's a five, I can't do yeah. nothing. So, <clears throat> I think this, this woman stands there racking her brain for a little bit. And she shakes her head. She goes, 
No, really nothing out of the... <laughs> as ordinary as it gets around here. Who's blowing up your phone? Why my mom sending me memes? <laughs> <laughs> memes. Well, Thanks, Mom. little lady, if you're ever in any dire danger, be sure to call the ranger station and ask specifically for a frost, a Jack Frost. And uh, she crosses her arms in front of her chest. Jack Frost. Wait, like the Jack Frost? The one and only. I know I look young for my age, but <laughs> if you ever find yourself in need of a drink, come back here and ask for Eliza. Mm. I'll be willing to throw together something for you. I bet you would. I'm gonna put, um, gold coin down. <laughs> One gold! <laughs> and then I'm gonna go, uh, like, mosey around the girl on the computer, see what she's writing down. Okay. So. I'm like. You put the, you like slide your gold coin across the counter to Eliza. She picks it up, looks at it a second before you turn around and start making your I imagine ride. it's a. There's, I just thought about this right now, but I imagine the gold coins you have are winter court issued. You know, like how like, oh, definitely. like the Romans had their own gold coins. Yes. I was like, oh, I just thought that's Currency good. of the winter court. I love it a lot. Are you just like walking past her and looking over her shoulder? Yeah. Okay. It doesn't look like she's researching anything. It looks like she's <laughs> putting shapes together in a program. Like... Us normal people <laughs> would know that it's Photoshop. Oh. She's working in Photoshop. It looks like she's you, putting a logo together No, but you're, you're, you should have stuck, because like, what you said is like exactly what you... I didn't yeah. heard it for, because <laughs> I immediately got confused. <laughs> this is exactly how Jack felt. This this girl, uh, short, short dark hair, perfect eyeliner. One of those velvet, wide-brimmed hats... Akin to the ones that the witches in Coven, American Horror Story, wore. Mm. A shawl with tassels hanging off of it. Dark t-shirt underneath. And then black skinny jeans and combat boots. She's just working away. She looks like she's in her own little world. She has a small drawing tablet out. One that connects to the computer. But she's not looking at the tablet she's working on. She's looking at the computer screen. Moving these mm. pieces around. Trying to... Looks like she's trying to get them to fit together just right. But nothing, really, that seems useful to you at the moment. I find this interesting. Mm hmm So I just had a brain idea. A brain idea. <laughs> Even though there's no... There's a, it's a one-seater, I'm going <laughs> to grab a chair from another table and just bring it around, and I'm just going to Riker it. Oh, oh, sorry, a Star Trek talk. But I'm <laughs> Hello? Gonna do, I'm going to do one of these. English, please. I'm going to do one of these. Oh. <laughs> Oh, like cool uncle sit in the chair backwards. Yeah, with, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Is it a Just watch little her do her thing. Comfy for you? No. Oh, okay. I've got good thighs. <laughs> Bailey <laughs> doesn't. Uh. So I think it's... as you do this, this girl kind of looks up and she goes, um, uh, "Can I? Can I help you?" Oh well, finish what you're doing first. I don't want to disturb an artisan. Her environment. If you're waiting for me to finish, it's going to be a little bit longer. Uh, we had a few centuries. <laughs> and she looks back down and starts kind of going back to work before slowing down again and looking back up at you. I'm just watching her do it. Okay. Yeah, so she keeps... He's very patient. Yeah, so she just... She's... Uh, looks like she's trying to find a good stopping point now that you're kind of 
watching over. Just, I'm looking from the bar when she just left and went to this. <laughs> She's at a table, right? Yeah, just like one of those small circle tables. Okay. Yeah, I saw Frost get up. Yeah, I just took a chair from like a table that might have had a party at it. Yeah. I'm going to walk up and uh, kind of like slap Frost in the shoulder like, what are you doing? Oh, well, I was... Once this young lady is done, I was going to inquire her about doing some work. I'm quite impressed by her shapes. <laughs> she uh, puts the drawing tablet down for a second and kind of uh, puts one hand to the side of her face and starts giggling. You were, you were, you were going to what? I was going to inquire some business, perhaps a commission, uh, seeing as how you're so good with them shapes. I'm... I'm sorry, do you need, like, a, a, a logo put together for something? Oh, well, you're only in the logo business. I mean, I, I don't do illustrations, if that's what you're asking. Uh, not so much an illustration, but more of a portrait. It mean a lot to me, and I've been searching for an artist for a while. Ooh, um, okay, so graphic designers and illustrators are two completely different things. Oh. I did not know that. I'm the first one. I do, like, professional work for businesses, usually small businesses around town. Um, I could probably, you know, find you someone. Well, I'm looking for a talented muse, so I um, guess I'll keep searching. I understand if it's not your area of expertise. I'm not going to put pressure on a capable mind such as yourself. Have yourself a lovely even, miss. He's... New. You as well. <laughs> He's new to most things, it seems. Um, Jack Steiner. Um, Ava. I got him a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, wasn't wrong when design you were working on looked nice. <laughs> Thank you. Um, you said you did local work? Yeah, um, not, not big stuff. More of like mom-pop shop kind of things. Well, I, I bring it up only because my dad was thinking about uh, doing, not a rebranding, just gussy up the old logo and maybe some of the pamphlets and stuff. Jack Steiner! Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nothing more mom and pop. Well, uh, pop. So she, t that notebook that was on the other side of her, she kind of tears a piece out, scribbles her name and number down and she's like well if he decides that he wants to go through with it um here's this thank you uh sorry about interrupting i need to get up and stretch here in a second anyway jack just kind of <laughs> waddles away waddles i'm just staring out i'm just look i'm at, i'm facing a window looking at my pocket watch yeah walk up to frost see what he's doing I can close it before you can look at it. Could still talk to Christopher over mm. there. I could, but I don't think I can get much information out of him besides where the werewolves go. Well, I mean, like... Dances with werewolves. If you get to know him, I'm sure he could be a useful resource later down the line. Maybe someday. Okay. What you think about that young lady? Well, what do you mean? <laughs> well, I got her attention for you. What, just so I could talk to her? She seemed, uh, your type. You know my type? Women. I don't know. I'm not really looking to 
date right now, I guess. Why is that? Just busy with my own stuff. I don't really have time for other people right now, I guess. There's another lady in your life? Because, let me tell you something. A gentleman is never too busy to be with another lady unless there's already another lady involved. I, I don't think that's always true, but... I used to know this girl, but I don't want to bother her too much. She's doing her own life and stuff and exploring the world, going to college. I don't want to... Why didn't you follow her? Well, I've got to help my pop, you know? Keep the shop. Uh, I admire that about your Steiner boy, keeping true to the legacy. Someday, you're going to have to make one of your own. You'd make a good summer night. You're nice, you're happy, you smile a lot. It's a good trait. Summer night? Yeah, as in the summer. Well, I figured, but... It's the same thing as what I do, just they're more happy about it. Do you not enjoy your job? Keeps me alive, but... And I reach out and I grab his shoulder and I show him how cold I am. <laughs> well, for a person talking about making your own destiny and being happy and stuff, why are you doing that? I tried. That's why I'm here. Trying to protect... Uh, promise to someone? No, I tried to make my own destiny, and then it got taken from me. That's why you should strive to do your own. I just don't want you to end up an old fart like me, listening to some old bitty <clears throat> telling you to go kill people. Oh. So wait, so you're like an assassin? Well, <laughs> let's, not, let's, not, let's not say that out loud. I always call myself a yes man. Okay. Well, what's next? Well, do you have a center of town? I I just got an, a, an idea because the barkeep was talking about that people just come here, right? That's what she said. Yeah, it's a bar. Not, he, <laughs> not the bar specifically, you dummy. Millions. <laughs> there are certain cities in the world that have that sort of draw. I'm very curious to see if Billings is one of them. Think it's some sort of magnet for creatures and whatnot? Yes. You'd be surprised. Well, there's Main Street. I imagine that's as close to center of town as we can get. Is there a park in this city much like New York City? There's something I want to check out before we head on back to the others and commence this hut. And... Hopefully, sharpen your sword skills a little bit before we head on under. Uh, yeah, I guess. Well, what you have in mind? Well, you'll see. I think that the divide is probably on the outside of one of the older districts. If you're headed north on Main Street, to your left would be Arrowhead Park about a block or two away. Uh, as we walk over, I'm talking to... Jack, I'm going to get a little lesson. Steiner boy, are you familiar with the theory of ley lines? No, not at all. Well, it is an idea that... How do I explain this to you? If the world was a body, then these ley lines are like the veins. They pump magic, other types of energy that is otherworldly. And it is thought to, and in my experience correct that in certain cities are built on top of where a lot of ley lines intersect and in these places is 
prone to attract lots of magical activity. It's on, it's a magnet. So you think like Billings could be uh, kind of like a major artery or something? Indeed, I do. Chicago, New York, Los Angeles. Every popular city is mostly popular because of that. Life attracts to life. Well, this city ain't really, like, that big compared to, like, New York and Los Angeles. True, but I think the same still applies. If the basilisk can end up in Billings, Montana, and there has to be something afoot. And if we know this now, then it can be very useful in the future, I assure you. It's almost like being on top of a nuclear reactor of magic. What do you think? Maybe someone's playing with that energy that we're I getting? wasn't thinking that until you just said it. Now <laughs> I'm half darn scared to death. Maybe that's why it's attracting yes, all these creatures. I was thinking we could play with it, but now somebody else is playing with it. I am frightened of China. <laughs> I am terrified. And as we get to the pack, I'm going to I'm gonna put my hand in the dirt. And I'm going to try to... Put your hand in the dirt? I'm going to try to send something. Oh, okay. Because I've got... Okay, so I've got forensic divination. Okay. Which is, like, what magic has been done here. It's a forgetful question. So, like, in my mind is that in order to ask that question, I have to have some sort of magical sense in the first place. Okay. Like, I have, like, a detect magic. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. So, I, I can roll for this to try to detect magic. <laughs> to just feel something. Okay. The field billings. Yeah, go for it. Eight plus three, Ooh. eleven. <laughs> okay. What exactly is it that you're trying to get a good idea of? I'm trying to get if there is a intersection of ley lines beneath billings. Okay. And I'm trying to use the nature to get a direct connection to it as opposed to just putting my hand on the sidewalk. <laughs> right. <laughs> What's built on top of it. Do you want to explain what this looks like when you do it? Other um, than just, like, putting your hand in the dirt and taking a deep breath. <laughs> oh, and I use magic rolls to communicate, some, communicate with something that you do not share a language with. I don't share a language with the earth. With the planet. Oh, okay. <laughs> Since I am of a nature adjacent, as it were, <laughs> I put my hand in the dirt, and I imagine that I'm initially very, like, on top of it. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not, like fucking put my hand <laughs> wrist deep but as I'm like concentrating and you're like trying to talk I'm like uh, what are you doing that's a pretty like, yeah uh, my hand gradually starts to sink like I'm being pulled and then the ice starts coming out from around my hand and the grass around me starts to die and freeze over as this happens you're not as physically present as you were before you placed your hand down mm-hmm you are more in your head. You feel this rush of cold wind over you and you feel a connection. When you're trying to figure out if this is like a ley line hotspot, you get the understanding that there is a line that runs through Billings, Montana, but not any big connecting points. There are no intersections of ley lines in underneath around Billings, Montana. Oh my god, Stein. I look really scared. <laughs> uh, yeah? I'm gonna need you to run. Where? <laughs> Away. This is about to get 
a lot worse than I thought it was. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't. I need you to get your father out of town right away. This is about to go. Oh my god. I've never felt this before. <laughs> Should I? He'll hear you. I've, I've, I've accidentally tampered with something I shouldn't have tampered with. I start slowly backing up out of the dirt. It's Tyna. Come on. We need to pack our things and leave now. Where are we going? I don't know how far. We, I don't think we can outrun this. But at least we can damn well try. What about the others? Are we not going to tell them about it? Well, you can call them, but it might be too late. They're by the point. That's worst. This is you're this is worse than a ley line. This is a a mega ley line. Harold <laughs> <laughs> Sharp or anything? Yes, please. <laughs> and then I want you to roll to manipulate someone. Okay, this isn't gonna be good. Yeah, no. A three. A three? Yeah, it's a nine. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so I feel like. Experience. You're following it for a while, Steiner. You're following yeah. it, and then he's like, it's a mega ley line. That's the moment where you're like okay. immediately off of his bullshit. Like, okay. Gotcha. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a good one. Yep, that was a good joke. Tell me I should get my dad out of town. <laughs> everyone was gonna die. <laughs> I haven't pulled that one in a while. <laughs> Pretty funny joke, Frost. <laughs> But, but seriously, there is a ley line beneath Billings, and it's not as strong as I thought it was going to be, but, you know, a, a bull that bucks is still bucking, so. I mean, I guess. All right. <laughs> what now? Now that you put your hand in some dirt and stuff. Well, I communicated with the earth, so uh, I'd like you to take a minute to appreciate that and not mock me, if you were. Uh, but my, uh, my mom used to do that a lot too. So well, just because she smoked commune with the earth. Okay. Just because she smoked weed doesn't mean she. <laughs> I don't know if she smoked weed. She looking at you. She might have. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? All I'm saying is that we need to watch out for this. Okay. <laughs> I'm serious. This is. It's. It may not be a nuclear power plant, but it's still a power plant. I'd like to, you to keep this in mind. In case anything happens in the future, I want you to be aware. You know what I mean? I don't want something to happen. You're like, oh, why did this happen? I want you to be proactive, not reactive. And say, ley lines. <laughs> now you're getting it. <laughs> Just anytime there's a mystery. Well, let's get back to the ranger station and, well, well, how did you feel about the sword? I mean, it wasn't too different from the bat I usually swing. It's a little heavier, of course. Well, you don't swing a sword. You don't? No, you fight with a sword. Bats are for playing. Swords are for killing. What, are we going to do another little training thing? Or? Well, we could, unless you feel more comfortable with something like a hand axe. I mean, I could. a, a battle axe is more of a brawler's weapon, and you have the build. You're more upper body type. A sword is a dance, and if you're not a dancer, you can be a brawler. There's other ways to use weapons. I should never be ashamed of that. I've never explored my options. I've never been given a sword or an axe or... <laughs> well, in this business, it's a lot better to hit something that can chop a head off than to just give it a headache. What do you suggest? We just test different weapons, see which one... Well, I think you'll really like the hand, the battle axe, at least, or a hand axe. It's one or the other. It's very versatile. Um, 
you can use both the axe and your fist. So, you know, it's, like I said, it's a brawler's tool. You want to get in close, you want to swipe, you want to use your fist. You don't let the other guy get a chance to stab you. Sure, we can do that. Going back to the ranger station and going back to the training room? Mm. Okay. But yeah, we go back and I, I don't know the axe as well as I know the sword, but I do know a few tricks. My old battle master and weapon master taught me some things, trying to figure out what I'm good with. Okay, so how do you suggest I hold this thing? <laughs> well, it depends. You can hold it with two hands or one hand. It's better if you rotate it, that makes sense. You don't want to stick with, with a sword, you're going to want to have at least two hands on it. With an axe, you're going to want to versatile, depending on what's going on. As I said, it's a brawler's weapon. It's to act in the moment to get the upper hand on your opponent. If you need a good swing, use two hands. If you're just using it to block or just nick an artery, use one hand. That way your other hand's free to grab something, punch something, you name it. And I'm playing baseball all my life. I've usually been used to two-handed swings and whatnot. But I'll give it a try with swinging around one-handed. Okay. I will um, say that because you have baseball experience, swinging with two hands, you're going to fucking kill somebody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think just to, kind of like we did last time we were in the training room, have you roll a plus tough? I'm going to help out. Okay. Yeah. I, I like that. Narratively sounds good to me with you trying to kind of train him. Well, never mind. <laughs> That's okay. I got it. It was a nine. Okay. I rolled a, a five. I am getting experience up the wazoo. Jeez. Ready for that uh, that level up? Yeah. <laughs> um, Two away. Okay, with your nine, I think that... Wish I, I could have you ten, bro. <laughs> that would have been so narrowly nice. I think with your... I want to use a luck. Oh my god, no, stop. No, I'm not. <laughs> you got so lucky training me, bro. I bro. think that... With the nine. Swinging it one-handed feels kind of weird, but you're starting to get used to it. I think the the thing that Frost said, if you swing two-handed, you might kill someone. <laughs> Something you could do two-handed might be better, but you're getting used to the one-handed swinging. Frost got an idea watching you do this. <laughs> okay. This kind of feels familiar. I mean... Better than the sword. Yeah. I, I got this fire axe I use sparingly because it's my dad's and stuff for the shop uh but uh i swung that around and felt pretty nice my next idea watching you handle that you could use you need something two-handed i think you've got upper body strength for it but you've got lower body strength to keep your agility up that makes sense yeah baseball you run but use your upper body strength to smack something <laughs> Not I, at the same time, usually. Yes, yeah, and I toss him a spear. <laughs> okay. Uh, Alright. Now this, this is the weapon that most people underestimate. Because initially all you think you can do is poke something with it. But this thing can block, parry, do everything you can with a sword, and more. And you'll be doing it two-handed the whole time. I mean, I saw some... 
Jackie Chan movies. This thing is <laughs> has unbridled potential. The better you get with this, you'll be better than most swords masters in the world. And it's a little bit heavier, which I think you'll appreciate. I'm yes. gonna roll the help out. <laughs> Go ahead and give me another tough. That's eleven. Well, I rolled a seven. Oh my That's God. a perfect twelve. Okay, I think. But I expose myself to trouble or danger. <laughs> you, you get scratched. Don't give me that face. You get stra- scratched a little bit. So how I see this going would be kind of going through the drills with the spear at mm-hmm. first. And Steiner's getting maybe a little bit too overzealous, like he's too comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. And he nicks your uh, upper arm just below your shoulder on the right side. Oh, um... Uh, Sorry about that. No, no, it that's perfect. I really think this fits you well so far. If the luck of the rolls says anything. <laughs> Honestly, with this spear, you can fight armies by yourself if you're good enough. The versatility allows you to operate in a, an omnidirectional motion as opposed to just vertical or horizontal. Well, I hope I don't have to fight an army, but... It'd be better than... You know, five ghouls? Be better. They usually come in more than one. Better than what I've been using. Uh, I think we need to work on this. This is... This is something. And... I love this a lot. And we grow. <laughs> we grow. <laughs> I think you're waiting to hear from See what, the rest of Team 10. Get the, get the phone call. What's up, fuckers? So last we left off, you were on the... Walkway across Lake Elmo. Correct. And we had we had ended the last episode with the scene of the Getting. teenage boy. <laughs> no, seeing the creature as oh, it that's right. And we thought he it. was gonna get <laughs> right. So did we saw. Did we see that, or did that just happen? That is what I'm actually going to have you guys roll for right now. Okay. Is I'm gonna have you roll sharp to see if you notice. It's eight plus two, so a ten. I okay. Got eight. With the 8 and 10. Yes. I think that, Shiloh, you would see it first. You see the flat top head bobbing up and down. You get the idea that it is just migrating somewhere. I have another question about the appearance, if I can ask. Is this creature scaly like a crocodile where you can visibly see that it's got like large scales or is it more scaly like a snake where you can tell it's got scales but it's more smooth in appearance i would say it's more reptilian in the way of snakes and lizards not necessarily okay so not like... necessarily like large scales that are that look like lumps yes okay. it's one smooth continuous pattern this is basically is what it looks like a very large snake yes Okay. From what, far, from from what, what I've seen. seen. Yes. yes. A Cremota dragon. You see the creatures on the recreational side. Do I see it yet or has she... I think... I feel like Because yours like... is more of a mixed success. I think it would be as soon I'll as... I'll probably tell you about it and be like, hey, turn around. Minja just goes. God damn it. I am just scoping it out and like seeing what it's doing. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't look like it's hunting, I'm not going to startle it. Mm-hmm. And make it want to. I okay. would agree with that. I'm still packing, so like... I would say that I am... Go ahead and I have something to say okay. after. I would say that I am... Because I would imagine that we could see its movement in the water still, even if it's not actively poking up. When underwater, like, 
Yes. Aquatic oh. snakes, when they yes. move under, you can kind of see where the water is dragging past them. I think you can kind of see that, and it's starting to ripple out. Is it swimming towards, like... It's swimming towards the concrete divider. So I'm probably just trying to scope it out and make sure that it's going away from people. Go tell the lifeguards to get everybody out of the water. So I think I would be interested in going to talk to the kid. Okay. And see... Yeah. Kind of what his experience was with this creature. (laughs) You're going to the recreational side and going... You're... Goal is to get a lifeguard's attention and make sure correct to get lifeguard. the civilians out of the Yoo-hoo. get the civilians out. No of the body water. of water is safe without a lifeguard. Benji boy, yeah. What are you doing as Shiloh is going to get the attention of this lifeguard? I am moving off of right from the middle of the like divide. Okay, I'm moving off to the side because snakes can't see this side. Don't, don't have, have snakes have eyes on the sides of their head? They don't have peripheral vision. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that about snakes. You'll learn something new every day. I don't know if that's canon, but... No, I like that. We can fucking go with that. No, I think it's side. good. I, I like that a lot. I, I still think it's like, good. We gotta make more Use reasons to kill it. Use your sneaky Kill it, it can't see their peripheral vision. <laughs> Fuck that that beast. <laughs> I'm moving off to the side so it's not. it doesn't like see me and okay. like get angry. Yeah, or well, trap you with. Wait, you're fighting it? No, we've just seen it. I'm just like not fully locked and loaded, but definitely because there's families here. <laughs> I'm just kind of ready. I don't know. I think if you held up a gun towards the water, everyone would get out immediately. Unless it's a water gun, <laughs> they'd be like, "Yes, it's nerf for nothing, nothing, old man." <laughs> Are you just standing and waiting, or do you want to roll? Yeah, read about situations <clears throat> plus sharp eight again. What's the biggest threat? I think that the best answer for this is not the creature. I think the biggest threat in this situation is it looks like the basilisk is making its way to an exit from the lake. Okay. So it's headed to the concrete walkway that spans across the lake. I think that is what the biggest threat in Benji's opinion would be. I think Benji's okay with that. Okay. I... My mindset is that this way we have that markdown as that's something that we need to watch whenever we come back here to potentially fight it. I'm going to get off of the walkway completely, go off to the side and just to the beach area or whatever and just kind of watch it so I can see better where it's actually heading to. And so I know we're exactly on there. So I think that when you go back beachside, you see its head almost right up until it gets to the concrete and then you see it arc all- Almost looks all the way down. Probably assume that it's past the wall. And Benji's head, he's like, makes a mental note. Okay, I need to check the map of the sewer mm-hmm. to see what where the exit or entrance is exactly, and then what other places it connects to. Okay. Along the grid. Yes. Yes. Okay. Good. <clears throat> so I think as Benji was making his way back. You have probably gotten over to the lifeguard. Mm-hmm. I picked the wrong moment to take a bite. Okay. You definitely did. Okay. Thank you. So, I think... Um, and I think I would just very calmly be like, Hi, uh, my name's Shiloh. Uh, I'm working with the rangers. And I just wanted to let you guys know that we just saw something in the water. I think it'd be safe to get everybody out. But at this time, I don't think it's a 
immediate threat. So don't make a huge deal out of it. I want you to roll to manipulate someone. Oh, fuck. Shit! <laughs> That's a four. <laughs> yeah, mark experience. Yeah. Is that your first experience? That's my first experience. Is that the first time you rolled ass? Yeah. I'm generally good at rolling. Okay. I think as soon as you get over to, like, this lifeguard stand and make eye contact, you recognize this as a guy you went to high school with? Fuck. Oh, no. Those are two words I never want to hear. And one that you particularly probably had a crush on. Now I'm nervous. Yeah. A crush. And he is. Even though it is just the beginning of spring, he still has this nice... And as soon as you come over, he looks down and he kind of, he gives you a look like he might remember who you are. You make eye contact. Mm -hmm. Uh, hey, Julius. Uh, hey, do I, uh, do I know you from somewhere? Uh, yeah, Shiloh Porter. We went to high school together. I'm pretty sure we had biology together senior year. You're Stephanie's little sister. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. of yep. course, yeah. Uh, can I help you? Yeah, so I just saw like this big snake thing in the water, and I think you should get everybody out of there. Okay, so you want me to call a red alert just because you think you saw a snake? No, I definitely saw a snake. The snake was like under the kid. It was, it's not just like a snake, it's a big creature. I think it's a. You ever read the Harry Potter books? <sighs> I'm not really a reading type, so. Have you ever seen the movies? Probably not. I think I remember. Uh, a friend of mine's over there. I think you should just go talk to him. Big dude, curly hair. His name's Benji. Or like explain this more. I'm not really good at this kind of thing. Uh, Question. Where, what's it? I don't see the thing anymore, right? I think this would be the point where you're coming up towards the beach side. I was just going to say I'm walking up yeah. towards her because I see her like... Struggling. Shitting herself. <laughs> <laughs> Benji! Benji! Hey! Do I know Julius? I think Julius teaches swimming lessons for, like, the local kids. So maybe he thought about putting Cammy in one of his classes. Oh, hi. Benji. And, like, put my hand out. Shake it. I work with the Rangers. And... As do I, by the way. If you think that's uh, cool. Sorry. Moral of the story. As out of best interest of everybody here, get everybody out of the water. Unless you want... Like a park ranger? Something like that. How old are you? Like, 18? But you don't want anybody down on your watch, right? Uh, absolutely not. Get everybody out of the water. Okay, he like, sits up I'll straight. give you my card if you need it. If your boss needs it, gives him his card. Yeah, he like, holds his hand out as he blows his whistle. And I feel like there's some kind of flag system. And he gets down and starts putting up red flags mm -hmm. across yeah. the length of the beach, making sure that the, everyone's getting out of the area. If you need beach. to, have the head of the rangers here. The beach. Call me. Whatever you say, Mr. Benji, dude. Good boy. Thanks, Julius. See you later, Milo. God, I really fucked that up. <laughs> Alright, <clears throat> so as families are like responding to the red flag system that has been in place, making their way out, and I think there's a teenage boy trailing behind an older brother or something. No, seriously, I swear it was the Loch Ness Monster! 
Hey, kid. And he, like, turns around. <laughs> and he's, like, he's got wild curly hair and a, like, streak of freckles on his Cute. tops of his cheeks and his nose. Please tell me he has buck teeth. Oh, definitely. Yes! He's got, like, a gap. He's like, <laughs> yeah. Did you say you saw the Loch Ness Monster? Yeah, I saw the Loch Ness Monster, oh, all right. Creature. Can you tell me more about it? Of course I can. What happened? Don't tell my brother. I was out there in the water. I went, well, are you guys cops? No. no. We're trying to fight the Loch Do We're I look like to... a cop to you, <laughs> kid? You definitely won't look like a cop. You could be undercover. You kind of look like you could be a cop. Thank you. We're not cops. We're trying to protect everybody from a Loch Ness Monster. Are you guys fighting the Loch Ness Monster? You could that say that. Thick. All right. Help so us out. I went. I went past the buoys. Mm-hmm. I went past the the rope. I know you're not supposed to, but I'm a really good swimmer. Okay, get so, to it, buddy. So I was out there. I was wading in the water, and I felt this thing underneath my feet, and it was like as big as a tree, mm-hmm. like a a big tree. Mm-hmm. I see it go under me, and I I look up. <laughs> And I just see the back of the Loch Ness Monster's head. Kind of like a big snake, right? Kind of like a huge snake, yeah. Did you look it in the face? No, I saw the back of its head. Just the back of its head? If you listen. No. I just needed to make sure. I'm over here painting you a word picture, and you're not even listening to a word I'm saying. I'm sorry. Did it hurt you at all? No, it felt kind of weird when it went under my feet, but that was about it. What did it feel like? Slimy. Yeah. (laughs) All right, buddy. Thank you. What's your name? You're sorry you're not cops. Promise. Promise. I have a badge, but not that kind of badge. My name's Evan. Do you, do you need a last name? It's Stonewell. It's pretty cool. That is a really cool last name. Thank you. Yeah, mine's Carter, so. That's still pretty cool. It's pretty cool. What's yours? Porter. That's pretty lame. So are you into, like, the monsters and stuff? Kinda. Like, one day I want to go hunt the Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. But not, like, to hurt it, just, like, to see it. Yeah. Yeah, me too. That's probably, like, a big monkey or something that just lives out in the woods. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. There's not really much else to see. All the cool stuff kind of lives on the East Coast. Hmm. There's some pretty cool stuff here. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. What? You see the scar on my eyebrow? Yeah. <clears throat> Give you three guesses. Guess what that's from. Is it the big bird? No. Is it vampire? No. Last guy, let's make it count. <clears throat> the only other thing I know of is the werewolf. This guy's fought in a werewolf before. And he won. And you hear <laughs> from a, a little bit of ways, Evan, get your ass over here. Uh, that's my brother, I gotta go. Uh, I'll let you know if we find Bigfoot, bud. Give him my phone number. And so he, he uh, runs back and meets up with... Well, that was helpful. Yeah. I think we need to go back. I got some research to do on all the sewers and stuff. And Yeah, sounds we, good. We gotta figure out how to talk to boys. <sighs> I've never been good at that. That's why I just stay quiet. Thanks to Evan, we got some good information to go <laughs> off of. So I think we need to get back to the station. I think that's a pretty good idea. You guys are horrible. Yeah. Okay, so you're going to make your way back to the ranger station? Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. So you make your way back to the ranger station. Mm-hmm. Where were you going to go? 
I'm gonna text Steiner. Okay, so as you guys are playing Fight Club in the basement, you hear your phone go off, and it's a text from Benji saying, You're not done till I say you're done. (laughs) (laughs) I sweep the feet. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) While I'm reading this text message. No, while you look away. Oh. (laughs) Hey, did you happen to get anything about the sewer system? Any maps of the sewer system? Yes. But where is it? (laughs) Me. What did you want to do when you got back to the ranger station? Um, if I remember correctly from last session, I spoke with a nice uh, ginger lady, mm-hmm. and I believe I would like to go speak to her again. You would absolutely love to go see Riley again. I would you? love to go speak with Riley okay. again. Benji, you make your way down to the arena where yeah. the jacks are play fighting. <laughs> training. We're training. <laughs> We're wrestling. Legacy. Do oh I have an office in this building? I don't nah. know that you necessarily need one. I think you do more field work, and your parents are more desk job, mm-hmm. desk job centric now. Okay. I think that you probably have a lot of stuff in both your mom and your dad's offices. Okay, I'm gonna go to my. M- I'm gonna go to my dad, my dad's office. Pencil behind you. Your hair up in messy bun, just like trying to fucking figure this shit out. Your dad does a lot of field work when he still can. Either I'm either hoping to see him or just have an empty desk. Okay. Either is cool. So I think that when you go to your dad's office, it's just an empty desk. He might have tried to trail behind Ustinovich on his last trip out to Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. So you have your dad's office for you to work in and do some research on the layout of the sewer system from Lake Elmo. I'm focusing on like that recreational part. What that would fork off into and if it does. Where one, I'm trying to figure out if I can figure out where he was heading. Okay. And if there was an exit there. Right. Where that leads to. And the quickest way to get from there to where Dwayne was chomping. Yeah. <laughs> Chomped indeed. And if there's any other exits or entrances. But Benji's like, I don't think so because he, there was, if there was, there were closer places. Yeah. That you could have gone to, but he knew where that one was. Okay. On the map of basically the waterways, it's not just the sewer system, it's all of the pipelining through the town. When you look at Lake Elmo's layout, it looks like that there is a solid line from the recreational to the entrance of the waterways. It looks like there's no way to get from the recreational side through that walkway. From this diagram, it looks like it's almost being used as a dam between the recreational side and the waterways entry. So there's no exit or entrance. That's just what you're seeing from this sheet. I would say there's got to be a way for it to... Or maybe, like it, maybe, it, maybe this... it hit the wall and was like, okay, I know how to... I can trail this underwater. And so it's like following the wall. Either that or the wall doesn't go all the way down. Yeah. There's a way to get under the wall or through the wall. Yeah. Benji's next move is to contact whoever's like kind of in charge. Elmo Park or whatever it is. And find out more about the structure of... The bridge thing. The the walkway? The wall itself, so we can see that if it does go all the way down, or if it is being used as a dam. Okay. I think that a 
a call to that office of... Um, I'm going to say, like, city planning. I was going to say, yeah, it's, it's public works. It's the same guy that Jack Squared had spoken to earlier that day, Ryan. And he answers the phone. He says, Billings, Montana, public works. How can I help you? Hi, this is Benji Carter. I work with the... Rangers, yes. Uh, hi, how can I help you? I'm trying to find out a little bit more about the structure of the wall at Lake Elmo. The uh, the walkway. What is the build of that walkway? Does it touch the floor of the lake? Yes. And you're sure about that? But we have had to do repairs on it recently. Okay. And, Consisting of? Uh, patching holes. Okay. Huh. I'm not trying to freak you out, sir. Which means I'm trying to freak you out. So you know what we're about. I do. You're aware. I am, yes. You I have an idea. <laughs> this project that we're working on right now, quite frankly, we saw it at the recreational side of your lake. We spoke to your lifeguard, Julius, who was on duty at the time, and he was kind and helped us put up a red flag alert or whatever you call it. That should just probably, silence going That through. should probably stay in effect until we give you the go-ahead. <laughs> Long story short, we saw this thing trailing underneath this child. We're going to call it the big snake. I saw it heading for the wall, and then as soon as it got to, or the walk, it dove immediately down, like it was trying to exit. And so that's where my question about whether or not it touches the floor comes into play. Oh, okay. So, first of all, yeah. just letting you know that, oh. so you are aware. And second of all, just to ask for access when we need it to that p part of the park. <clears throat> yes, absolutely. Uh, I can guarantee that a uh, pub... Public Works will work with the rangers in any way we can. I'm sorry to freak you out. I'm just trying to do my job, as are you. Ab absol absolutely, sir. Alright, thank you. We'll be in touch if I need to. Absolutely, thank you. And he doesn't even wait for you to hang up. As soon as he says thank you, the call's over. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that situation has been taken care of. If there's anything else you want to do. I'm just doing more research on as Hashtag somebody who's eventually going to have to fight this. Mm -hmm. He's thinking of the best strategy. Knowing, with like, knowing of me and Faye and Steiner. Yeah. And knowing what we're best with. Yes. And just trying to figure out a plan. Okay, so as you start to think of this, I want you to roll sharp to see if you can recall some stuff. Okay. Sometimes I forget I need you guys to, like, roll for certain things. Seven. I'll do it all the time, don't worry. Okay. I think you're recalling that first talk in Joanne's office of what a plan would look like. And you remember Daniel mentioning a mirror? Of how that thing has the ability to paralyze its victims. Right. So if you pull some Percy Jackson and Medusa shit, maybe if you throw a mirror at this thing, maybe it will paralyze itself and that's a way that you can take care of it. I think that's the thought process that you're having. And Benji feels more comfortable now knowing that there's no direct waterway in that wall so it could ex escape easily. Right. Is there anything else you want to do while you're in Daddy's office? Like, I'm just trying to, like go through his, like, files, or I don't know if there's, like, an online database of all, like, the different cases. I'm just pulling everything on any sort of reptilian thing that we've had to deal with. Okay. Since my dad. Sure. Go ahead and make a straight roll for me, just to see what you can gather from your dad. Because your dad probably has more, like, personal accounts of hunts and not textbook kind of stuff. So... If you want to just roll for that, then we can... I think we're going to go through investigate a mystery okay. with what you find. Yep. Oh, my bad. Yes. With your 10, going through your dad's 
journals. Probably skimming at least through the last few years. I'm thinking like Meredith Graying when she got her mom's journals. Yeah, definitely. So you're I get two, right? Yes. Um, I'm gonna do what can it do? Okay. And what is being concealed here? I was gonna say if you can give me your reasoning behind what's being concealed, because I'm not because Benji feels like there's something that we're missing. Okay. Because what to me what we're getting so far is that don't look at its eyes. Check. <laughs> and it's a big fucking snake. With legs. Just about. it's a big fucking lizard. <laughs> Check like more or less. Snake with legs. And a I like snake. Like what's being concealed here? Basically, like like what are we fucking missing about this? Okay. More so on the side of like weakness, if that helps at all. Yeah. The first was what can it do? I think you find an entry. It probably would have been like a business trip for your dad. He might have gotten a call from a fellow hunter that he met. <laughs> So maybe they didn't connect that it was a basilisk then, but everything that you're reading sounds like... Checks out. Yeah. It all sounds incredibly similar. And there is an account of your dad. It looks like it might have been after the first encounter with one of these that he had had. So I think he mentions the paralysis thing. Not to the point of turning anyone to stone, but using it as a... I would almost say that the way that it's being described, it sounds like a defense mechanism. And then there is mention of, like, venom, where if you get bitten by this thing, it the process of after it gets its teeth in. I think the account of the bite is with the person that your dad had been working with. But it sounds like that your dad was the one that made it out of this. I'm, I'm just gonna give you the rundown of what the journal entry is like. So... There's the uh, the detail of the fight. It doesn't seem like regular weapons typically work. This okay. creature has fairly tough skin. Is it like an alligator where you have to get it right on the right spot? Probably, yeah. I think that is a, a very good way to think of it. That is the, the first account. The second account is of the fight where they had the idea to use the mirror. How that in combat worked well enough to at least paralyze it so you could get a couple hits in. Yeah. Trying to find a weak spot. It doesn't sound like there's a particular one. And then he starts talking about the creature lashing out. It has almost this acidic quality to its spit, and it has the venom in its fangs. Your dad's journal entry goes on to describe the attack on the partner that he was working with. While the venom didn't kill him immediately, it worked through his system pretty fast and didn't make it back to whatever their headquarters would have been. You get the idea that the bite itself is not the worst part, it's letting the venom stay in the system. And then the what is being concealed here? What is being hidden? What you feel like you're missing? Yeah. I think the illusion that your dad is making in the journal entry is that you need you might need some kind of magic to actually make a dent in this thing. Okay. That was something that they did not have. I think that that is probably the biggest thing that you can take away from this is that focus less on like piercing damage, bludgeoning damage. Like on the arcana stuff. Yes. Yes. More. Arcane qualities seem to hit this thing a little bit better. 
Does that kind of yeah. wrap up what you were yeah. wanting to do with your dad? Okay. Well, has finished her asthma attack and is now ready to meet with Riley. Okay. I think after the events of all of this, it's, we'll say it's nearing on sunset at this point. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So you go back to the third floor to her um, broom closet of an office. Yes. I feel like you knock on the door yeah, or something. Yeah. And she looks, funny enough, she looks a little bit more ready mm-hmm. for someone right now. Okay. Where you had come in earlier this morning, the office itself was a little haphazardly. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's been cleaned up a little. She cleaned up for me. Yeah. Aww. It looks like Cute. she's a little more prepared to entertain, almost. Fun. I'm ready. Okay, so you knock on the door mm-hmm. and it opens from inside. Well, I'm glad you came back. I'm glad to be here. And she has the key in her hand. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, uh, we're going to have to go downstairs for what I'm going to show you. But this is all we need for now. The key <laughs> to get into the basement? Well, this isn't the key for the basement. It's um, something else. Okay. Just trust me on this one. All right. It sounds a lot more ominous than it actually is, and I apologize for that. <laughs> so she leads you downstairs underneath the training grounds, the mm-hmm. floor underneath that, and it looks to be storage units. Okay. Riley leads you over to storage locker 108. I want you to roll plus weird real quick. Oh, that's a goal. <laughs> Damn. Okay, that's a four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Okay. As she leads you back here, you almost feel like you're being pulled towards the room anyway. You almost feel like you could take the lead, and I feel like to a point you almost do, where mm-hmm. you're walking in tandem with Riley. Mm-hmm. You feel like you're in the thrall of something. Like okay. something is calling out to you. That feeling only gets stronger as Riley almost has to like stop you at the door as the door opens it you're almost knocked on your ass with the wall of energy Mm -hmm. and it's not just one specific feeling there are almost like multiple auras Mm -hmm. of power in this room and then there's one that Mm -hmm. feels familiar so there's a lot of stuff in here a lot of stuff that Callie left behind Riley leads you to the back of this storage unit. Mm -hmm. It's a lot longer than you would have anticipated it to be. It's not just like one small cubicle. It's almost like a hallway. As you're walking down this hallway, those different energies pass by. And there are some that feel sinister, some that are... Some that feel lighter, more, Mm -hmm. more friendly. And then... There's the one strong one that is coming from the end of this hall. Mm-hmm. There's a light string hanging from the ceiling towards the back. And Riley pulls it. Mm-hmm. Hung up on the back wall of the storage unit is a almost six foot tall staff. With this jagged amethyst. Looks like it was set perfectly in the top of this staff which looks like it was just a branch from a tree mm-hmm. and somehow this gem fit perfectly inside it's this amalgamation of 
nature and almost mysticism Mm -hmm. of these two incredibly different things coming together and making one, as you can feel, incredibly powerful object. I want to know what you do as you see it. I kind of just take a step back and just look at it. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. Riley kind of puts a hand on your shoulder. She would have wanted you to have it. Actually, she told me on multiple occasions that if you were to ever come around, that it should be yours. And I thought she was always just being weird and wistful like she tended to be. Just like Aunt Callie. But I mean, here you are, weaponless. Yeah. Riley pulls at a string around their neck. Mm-hmm. And it, it's not like a necklace chain, it's it's a string mm-hmm. with a chunk of amethyst at the bottom. She takes it off and walks over to the staff and holds out that amethyst. And as she does this, there are runes all along the staff that just light up mm-hmm. with this same amethyst energy. She pulls the amethyst back and the runes dim. Mm-hmm. She looks back at you and she smiles. Well, the battery's still charged up. (laughs) More or less. She places the amethyst necklace in Mm -hmm. your hand and goes to take the staff off of the wall. And you see it almost shock her as she goes to grab it. Mm -hmm. Her hands fly back and she just... Fucking thing. It's always been really picky about who can handle it. Um, Have at it. First, I, I just, like, put this string around my neck, like, I tie it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I go up and, like, I would imagine that it would start to light as I grab it. Before you actually lay your hands on it, I want you to roll plus weird again. Ten! That's a ten. As you wrap your hands around the staff, these runes illuminate brighter than they did when the amethyst was just held towards it. Mm-hmm. It it feels warm, Ooh. almost like it's humming in your hands. You turn around. Riley is standing in front of you. She just has this stupid grin on her face. She would be so proud of you. I can almost feel her here. I know she's proud of me. Well, uh, I've only seen that thing in action a couple times, so you might want to have someone... I'd love to have you there, Riley. Let's go upstairs real quick. (laughs) <laughs> you guys come up to the floor above, to the training grounds, and you see Jack Squared sparring it out. <laughs> Jack Steiner Jack, is I just, want, like, dripping in sweat. Jack, I want you to roll weird real quick. Mr. Frost, roll plus weird. That's ten. So as soon as the door to the training room opens, you feel this same warm humming in the air. Almost like when the sun is beating down. It's... Like, it's almost a direct heat. And you see Shiloh. She's holding this tree branch-like staff with the amethyst set at the top of it. And the purple runes glowing all the way down. And she's just holding it and smiling. What you got there, partner? It's my staff. You know how to use that thing? Not yet, but uh, I was hoping you could help me out. Uh, As long as you promise me something. Um... Don't ever tell me where you got that. Okay. And I hold out a pinky. 
And I hold out my pinky. And you cross pinkies. And we lock pinkies. You'll thank me in the future. Of course. And I pull out my gun. The redheaded woman that is standing beside her goes, Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, I'm not really sure that the, <laughs> that the staff is going to go well against the gun. Um, oh, this isn't really a gun. This is my wand. Can I see this in action? Yes, I would be very entertained by that. Um... Sure. She, and like, I, leans against the wall. going to make something disappear. Shiloh just, like, <laughs> takes a big step back. So I, I assume there's targets. Yeah, there's a range set up at the I end. Point at a target, cock the hammer, and I say, Elisum Elsiki. And that is a seven. As I fire, you watch as an icicle shoots out of the gun and impales the target. And instead of smoke, it's like fog coming down. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the fog <gasps> of dry ice, almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's really cool. Is there a way that we can set that phaser to stun and not kill? I don't want to lose this one. Oh, you won't. Uh, let me ask you something. Um, where's yours? Since you seem to know so much, I just wanted to you show me your skills. Hey. I'm just saying is that magic is not set. There is no set to stun with magic. You put your heart into soul in something, and what comes out is all you. So, if Shiloh intends to kill, then that's what's gonna happen. But I don't think that's what's gonna happen, unless I'm wrong about her. The Please only thing me. I intend to kill is that basilisk floating in the lake. Okay, alright, um, I'm gonna stand back here, and you can... So I think I kind of step up to the ring. Training number two! With, uh... Yeah, I'll step up to the ring with Jack. One thing that I do want to implement is the staff is more of a conduit for what you plan to channel. Right. It's not necessarily the thing that holds all of your magic. Right. It's something that you can channel it through. Yes. So. As I gathered. Yes. Um, It's not going to shoot anything out like a... It's an amp cord. Yes. You're the guitar. The staff is your amp, which I think is a really good analogy for Shiloh. The main thing that Shiloh is questioning right now is if she's going to continue having these visions. Okay. And if this staff is going to help her channel them more intentionally Mm -hmm. or change them in any way. So if the two of you want to go ahead with this uh, training montage that we're going to go through. Uh, well, effectively, um, the way I use magic is through combat. So that's me. I use mine to fight. That's basically it. On the occasion, I know how to do other things. I think a good starting point for you would just be to blast that thing at the other side of the wall. Right. Uh... Well, I don't think that it blasts things out of it like your wand does. I haven't gotten that kind of feel from it. You know what I mean? Hmm. What it, kind of feel have you gotten from it? It feels to me more of like a like a tool that will help me enhance my visions almost. Help me gain more knowledge about the world around me. And maybe even give me some skills that I didn't even know about. I want you to think about tomorrow, and when you do, I want you to focus on the staff and let it in. The more of a relationship you have with this 
the better you're going to be off. Because this staff isn't just a tool. How, like I said, with the sword, it's going to be an extension of yourself. But instead of your arm, it's going to be your soul. Wow. I think I might do a little better with the staff than I would a sword, to be honest with you. Well, we'll get you a short sword. I don't want you going <laughs> just for the staff. So I sit with my eyes closed, holding onto this staff. Because uh, one of the effects of magic is observe another place or time. <gasps> yes. Oh, okay. Yes. So, I would like to roll. Yeah. Plus weird. To observe another time. To, to observe, observe another time. Place or time. Okay. Nine. Okay. That's it's a got a glitch. Mixed. Well, let's give let's get the list of those glitches real quick. Yeah. The effect is weakened, short duration. You take one harm. Magic draws immediate unwelcome attention. It has a problematic side effect. Here's how I'm seeing it. Your staff, as you close your eyes and try and focus and center mm -hmm. yourself and extend to tomorrow, the light starts to pulse from mm -hmm. the staff. Brighter and dimming. Brighter and dimming, and then brightening to the point where Jack, you almost have to avert your eyes, it is getting so bright. Mm -hmm. As you feel that extension of yourself going towards tomorrow, you see everyone at Lake Elmo standing on that concrete walkway. Weapons at the ready, Jack has his gun out, Steiner has a spear. Faye. Faye and Daniel aren't there, but you're standing in the middle with your staff in your hands as you, through your own eyes, mm -hmm. look up and see the body of the basilisk raise out of the water, its head pointed towards the sky, and then it comes down at you and you fall back on your ass. You are back in mm -hmm. the... Training room, and that is where we're going to end it tonight. Well, that seems like a one harm type of situation. <laughs> that seems like a one harm type of situation. We'll have to see. We will. <laughs>